0: Welcome to another live English um, show, which is about learning English with football. I forgot for a second what it was called. <laughs> Learn English with football. And this is the final. We're going to be talking about the final game week of the Premier League. I say final before the World Cup break. It's not really the final one, but the final one before the World Cup break. And... Um, As you can see, I've got a guest as always, but this time it's uh, someone we haven't had here before. Matt. Hi, Matt. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Nice to have you here. Uh, Matt, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, So my name's Matt, as you know. I think you can read that, guys. Uh, I'm an English teacher, Uh, very similar to you. I I, uh, focus on the area of football. I work mostly with uh, coaches. And help them with their their English related to to the game. That's what so football, I football
0: football coaches, football managers, football or... coaches, specifically football
1: coaches. Yeah, not rugby or anything like that.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Is one of your clients
1: one of the famous
0: coaches or someone we, we people might know? Uh, or...
1: I can't. <laughs> uh, I can't say I've got anyone like uh, up uh, right up top. Like Klopp hasn't given me a call yet. Um, well he
0: does to be honest his English is pretty good already but
1: well that's it I think by the time yeah. you're if you're going to work in like like Premier League by the time you're like being considered for work there your English is probably good enough you know um, well, but I have worked with a couple of coaches from 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 fairly high up um, but no one no superstars no
0: for example, someone like Marcelo Bielsa might need your help, if you ask me. So if if you are watching yeah, Marcelo, he doesn't
1: speak uh, much English, does he? He only he speaks like purely Spanish with his
0: players, doesn't exactly. he? Exactly. I think he he refused to give interviews in English. Uh, you know, does so it? if you
2: Straight
0: are, I think something like that. If I think he had an interpreter during his press conferences and stuff. So if you are watching, Marcelo, Matt might be one of the people that can help you with your English.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if anyone knows his email, send it to me. I'll I'll get on to him. Exactly.
0: Well, actually, you could send it to me too, guys. Okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Send it to both of us. (laughs) If anyone has contact details for Marcelo Bielsa, we, we are interested. Exactly. Okay, Matt, so this is
0: your Instagram, and you also have a YouTube channel, which you have started recently. Yes. Fluent yeah. foot, both, fluent both of football. those are
1: pretty new, actually. Both of them started recently. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So
0: if you guys watch this channel because you like the football stuff, this channel is not only about that. But If you like the football stuff, you might as well subscribe to Fluent Football so that Matt has more subscribers. Yeah. Um, so what kind of videos can we find there?
1: uh so uh, i mean a lot of things like i'll go through uh, vocabulary for attacking vocabulary for defending common phrases and expressions that you might hear um i'm sort of experimenting with a few things sometimes i'll look at like an article and go through some of the words and phrases something else i'm thinking about doing is um like a. Uh, Playing back a press conference and then looking at some of the words and phrases again, but it's all it's all very football focused, very football heavy, uh, which I imagine anyone watching your channel is interested in. But um, yeah, yeah hopefully that's because the, the idea. Thing is,
0: a... The thing is, my channel is not only about football. Yeah, so it's it's kind of I do several different things, but football is definitely one of them. And uh, yeah, fluent football has a good ring to it. I, I like the name. Cheers! It's, thank you. Alliteration for yeah yeah
1: hit that ff.
0: In my opinion, it's it makes it very obvious that um, you are speaking to English learners as
1: well. So yeah, I well, know. I wanted something that sort of did that, but also had a nice sound to it, and just sort of like football English or English football was was not quite yeah. It's, at... Also, it's confusing because does it mean that this is
0: ch- a channel about football in England or you know you know what yeah, I mean yeah but it could just be about the premier league yeah exactly 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 all right fantastic so we should have one more guest at least here today but i think he's a little bit late which is fine we'll 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 deal with that we will deal with that later um okay max says hello one of the people watching us live good to have you here max max a liverpool fan his team won beat southampton 3-1 i believe
1: Okay. Yeah, they 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 need a. They had a good weekend, and I think they need some more good weekends. Uh, it's not in enough. The new year. No. But Max did all right in the FPL, which is
0: one of the things I talk about later. I don't know if you play the Fantasy Premier League. I certainly do. Fantastic. So this is something we talk about later on. It's like a five-minute oh, right. segment. <laughs> this this was the introductory one. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that I will be making notes during the show about Matt's and um, possibly Joel's English and mine occasionally. And uh, then at the end, there will be one segment called the language corner. That's where it's like a little lesson where I explain this language to the viewers. Yeah, I clarify some of the language. If there are some idioms you throw in during the show or anything, in- anything interesting, I will speak about it later when everybody is gone. Okay, so uh, that's that. I'll just keep it there for now and uh, you guys can see what's happening. So let's get cracking. Let's talk about the matches we have seen. All right, Matt. I saw four matches myself. I'll tell you soon.
1: Uh, well I, 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 I,
0: Yeah, I saw four. <laughs>
1: great weekend that's an amazing weekend i only managed oh, you- to get one yeah. one match in but i saw t- uh, i saw the uh, united and fulham match which was pretty pretty interesting match good match to watch i don't know did you did you watch that one i did i did and uh, one of part of one of the reasons
0: was that it was the last match of oh yeah of course yeah yeah it was the last match it was the only match it was, like there were two matches on sunday but the the more interesting one for me at least and um yeah we also have to give a special mention to cristiano ronaldo because if you haven't heard viewers <laughs> there's some pretty interesting stuff that came out today regarding yeah. cristiano ronaldo and
1: his interview yeah uh, well you you mentioned this to me and i don't know it so i'm i'm actually really curious to know what was what was said i've made notes in a google
0: document so we're going to talk about that later amazing. and um yeah, so matches we have seen. So you only saw that one. Have you seen any highlights from any other matches?
1: Uh, I saw the highlights for the City match and the Arsenal match as well. Excellent. So, so they definitely. were uh, the City one was looked like an interesting game. Um, it looks yeah. like looked like a lot of chaos. To be honest. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't, don't know what to think about that match. I mean, I, I I do know what to think. I think Brentford did an amazing job. We can we can talk about it a little bit soon um because i saw that match as well i saw that match then i saw the west ham match because as my viewers know one of the teams i like is west ham but i don't like them at the moment you know <laughs> so not a big them.
1: fan of the hammers at the moment no not
0: not not because of what what they are showing on the pitch so they lost to Leicester to 2-0 at home so and their their fans won't their manager out so it's it's tough times it's a rough times
1: rough, yeah rough road at the moment for, for the yeah. NFL.
0: exactly yeah so those were the matches I saw on Saturday then on oh, hang on there's there must be one more the Arsenal match yeah in the evening <clears throat> because it, it, it was happening in the evening um yeah. Arsenal Wolves I can't remember who it was Wolves Arsenal right yeah wolves Arsenal yeah yeah, yeah. and then on yeah. Sunday I saw the the Manchester United game as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's something we can talk about.
1: All right. Which so- match stands out as a like the, the best one that you watched? Like, like, if someone said, "Watch this match from the weekend," which one would you pick?
0: You know what? It would would be none of these. Oh <laughs> really? <be> told- <laughs> you, you would well, watch a different match because Leeds, like they, they really they're incredible these days how yep. there are so many goals in their matches every single time they're like 7-6 or something like that so mm-hmm. i think it would have to be like uh, with the benefit of of the hindsight it would have to be tottenham leads
1: okay yeah, yeah. which came out 4-3 i think was it
0: yeah, yeah. Crazy. exactly there were a lot of turnarounds in that game so i haven't unfortunately i haven't seen the highlights but i wish i had um okay so let's uh, have a look at this one now so the biggest surprise so would you like me to go first or do you want to do it yourself? Uh,
1: well, I mean I, I can I can I can say what surprised me were just like talking strictly about the match that I watched because I I didn't see the other matches too much and I know I've seen highlights uh, but probably yeah. the biggest surprise for just that one was uh, if anyone who watched it, they know when it was 1-1, um, uh, they, you know, united, looking to, to get ahead there. And manager, oh, I bloody he forgotten his name. What's
0: his name, manager? Rag- uh, not Rafragnik, uh, no. the other one.
1: Yeah, okay. Ten Hag, Eric ten-, ten Hag. you have to say ten Hag, ten Hag, because
0: one of our regulars, Leontes, is Dutch, and he always corrects me. He's a friend. Right. fan. All right. Ten Hag, Ten
1: Hag. Ten Hag. He brought on, um, you know, like sort of crucial moments and, and you know, they're, they're really trying to hold on to, to any sort of like Europa spot slash Champions League hope. I, I think I don't think they're looking at title contention at the moment. But he brought on um, the young fella, Garnacho. Garnacho. Uh, you know, and, and you would sort like it's just, usually you would expect to see him make an appearance when they've got a solid lead. Uh, yeah. When things look confident to give him more sort of like playtime and experience. But he, you know, he brought him in, in a very high pressure situation. And uh, I mean, for anyone who who's seen and knows, like it, it ended very well for them. Um, so that that was a big surprise. I was really surprised to see uh, the young fella brought on, but it went well. So that was a big one for me. Yeah. So,
0: so you were surprised by the fact that he was brought on, not by, not by the fact that he did so well.
1: No I mean after about two or three minutes of him on the pitch, I was I was thinking he's going to push hard and score a goal because they they went to the to that wing several yep. times pretty much straight away and he was either passing and, and cutting in or just trying to dribble straight straight through the, the whole defensive line I think once or twice you know um, so I think the actual goal, was was a surprise. But I, I think more just the fact that he went and with the young player in that position surprised me more.
0: Fantastic. All right. Um I had two things prepared, so I depending on what you would say, but I'm gonna have to say City losing to Brentford at home. Not something I would I would have expected, honestly. So no. uh of course as an Arsenal fan, couldn't be happier. This is something we didn't ask you about. Normally I ask my guests which team they support, but because I know you are a neutral, right?
1: Yeah, you are I'm a weird, neutral fan, so neutral. that's why I didn't ask you.
0: So, <laughs> you know what? Let's explore that further. So I have, I have answered. So for me, it's the city, it's the city game, right? It's city, not dropping all our points to Brentford. That was just yeah. a shock, a, a shocking shock. result. Yeah. I saw the match. I, I have to agree. I'm like pretty-
1: a very surprising result. And-
0: and in a way it was deserved because if you look at the stats Brentford had a lot of shots on goal like nine shots
1: on goal Which just just from watching the highlights that i saw it it very could have easily been much worse for City. Exactly. In, in the first few minutes it could have even been even though worse.
0: even though they had 75% of possession so Brentford they, they just had fantastic fantastic tactics from from uh, thomas frank he just he's just such a such a great coach in my opinion
1: Taking so, advantage of the the situations as they arise,
0: yeah. It's uh, so all brave, being brave because a lot of a lot of a lot of teams sit back, but they are not brave enough, and they mm-hmm. will say we play on counter attacks. But do they actually do any? Do they actually harm push when the
1: when the moment comes? Yeah,
0: but Brentford they went for it whenever. Definitely whenever... in that match from
1: the highlights I saw, they they definitely went hard. Like the moment there was an opportunity, it was all, all you know full steam ahead. You know, all guns blazing, straight exactly, out.
0: exactly. And I, I'm going to I'm going to blow my own trumpet here. Yeah? Uh, but I actually in the eightieth minute when it was one-one, I went to a betting site because I'm I'm subscribed to a betting site, and I put money on Brentford winning that match. And the, it was the odds were fourteen to one. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. So I won like five pounds. <laughs> Why not? <laughs>
1: That's a, that's a pint, depending where you are.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Two, he here, two pints, yeah.
1: Oh, awesome. It's about. If you go to the center of London, it's probably about a third of a pint.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just writing, I'm making some notes. Here. Yeah, no right, so Joel is here, which is good. Hi, Joel. Can you hear us? Hey, Joel. You...
3: Yes, I can, I can. Can you I hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could could you move a little bit to this side? Good evening, guys. Good
3: evening.
0: Can you hear us, Joel? Sure.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Yeah, good. I can. <laughs> yeah, stay there. Stay there. Okay, excellent. Okay, good to have you back, Joel. Um, so uh, yeah, this is. I, I was just, I was just talking about the fact that that Matt, uh, a new guest on the show, he is. I mean. He doesn't support. specific team in the premier league he's a new neutral fan which is interesting we don't get many of those here Mm. so matt how come
1: um well i actually grew up in australia uh and in australia football is not the most popular sport in the world well we don't even call it football you know in australia it's commonly known as soccer um hang on hang on sorry to interrupt you but don't you have australian football there we we do we well, we have well what we have what we call football <laughs>
2: yeah
1: um and then around the world that's commonly known as ugly rules football but it's it's a completely different sport it's it yeah completely different sport but um yeah because I grew up in Australia I wasn't really interested in in football uh, mm-hmm. European or, or South American or world football. I wasn't uh, that interested in it, but uh, I lived in, in London for for many years in, in my twenties.
3: And uh, Joel, I
0: think there's an echo. I'm sorry, Joel. I think yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's, it's
2: um, fine now. Does
1: the echo I, still persist? Yeah. So I. Still
2: there? Yeah, it's
1: fine now. I lived in uh, yeah I lived in London uh, for for me- for many years like I just I just moved there when I was I was traveling and then I, I stayed in London and um, so got quite into football at like a an older age so I I just I, I never really picked like a, a team I don't have um, sort of like childhood memories of going you know watching it on TV or anything like that and being really big into it. And stuff if you really press me on a team, and this is like almost embarrassing to say. Oh god, if you really press me on a team, I'd say PSG, obviously, not oh, English. Come team. on, what are yeah. you even <laughs> doing? No, but you know what? Is- hold on, hold on, hear me out, hear me out. Okay, because I got into football, like I said, when I was in London, and I got into it through FIFA, the, 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 yeah, game, the game, right? And all my English friends like just used to beat me and destroy me and it was embarrassing and I'd lose matches like 7-0, 8-0 and stuff. I see where this is going, yeah. First time (laughs) I ever won a match against any of them was with PSG.
2: So
1: I chose PSG that day and I had no idea of the social, political statement that I was making at that time. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay.
3: Good enough choices, I need to be honest.
1: Yeah I mean it's it's uh, I could have chosen worse could have chosen
0: worse Nice one Okay Joel so this is not your first appearance I believe it's your third It's your third appearance on the show Correct me if I'm wrong
3: Yes yeah, so I think yeah I think it's my third appearance here NAC, yeah. yeah
0: Yeah And uh obviously you are an Arsenal fan So um good times for you and this is what we're going to talk about. One of the things we're going to talk about, because now uh, this segment starts. It's called Game Week Highlights. Okay, so I think we're going to spend most time talking about two matches. One of them is Arsenal against Wolves away from home Yeah, at, at, uh, at the Wolverhampton Stadium. And the other one is the United game. So let's start with the Arsenal game, which was which happened on uh, Sunday evening. Uh, so, oh, sorry, Saturday evening. Uh, so, Joel, mm-hmm. two,
3: three points, two nil. Three points. I mean, it was a great win. Um, you know, <clears throat> I think in the last couple of weeks, it's been a little tighter for Arsenal in terms of just kind of grinding out the wins. Um, one nil, kind of squeezing by but you know it was pretty comfortable at the weekend against Wolves who are a decent team and I think really you just kind of see them coming into their own more and more now you know um they're just so comfortable in a lot of their actions that they run now um especially down the wings with Martinelli and Saka and even just the, the fluency between that front four of Saka, Jesus, Martinelli and Odegaard is really almost in parallel throughout the league maybe besides City you know it's Really, something quite special to see now to see how they've already developed yeah. that chemistry, um, and then defensively as well, they have, have something that I didn't think they would have, which is depth. You know, they can play Ben White at right back or center back, or they can play Tommy Yasu at well, left Tomyasa back. You know, I, I think play.
0: Tommy didn't even play, right?
3: Mm-hmm. That's the thing, yeah. And guys like Kirani don't even get into the team, so you know they're just um, they're just I don't know at a point where they've really clicked as a team and. It's special to see, you know, because it's been years in the making with Arteta and everything. And, you know, they don't really need someone like, even though, you know, you'd love to see more goals from ages He doesn't even need to score every week to, you know, keep them competitive in these games. What he brings was his, um, you know, his chemistry and his uh, inner, inner ability to, you know, link up with, with the other players in the attack. But it gives Arsenal something, a very balanced kind of goal scoring attack. And, um they like just seem like a very really strong team at the minute. To be honest, it's, it's quite, it's quite remarkable, and it's quite gratifying it. as an Arsenal awesome fan after yeah. all these years. I must say,
0: it's like we are in a fairy, we are living in a fairy tale. It's, it's kind of weird. It's hard to get used to as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, Matt, yeah. are you surprised by this? Are you surprised that Arsenal are top of the league, five points clear uh, <laughs> at the top of the league?
1: Uh, I think, how, how can you not be surprised? <laughs> I think it seems to have come out of nowhere. I think a few... I can't remember when it was. A couple of seasons ago when it was like uh, Arteta took over at Arsenal, Lampard got Chelsea, and then Stolshire was at United. I don't think anyone would have picked that Arteta was going to be the one who would yeah. last the long, uh, last the longest. And clearly you know, be the most successful amongst them. I don't think anyone really would have predicted that. I think maybe people would have thought Lampard had a bit more of a shot of doing something and that Solskjaer at least could have, you know, spent all that United money, you know, and and, and got big things going. But uh, no, Ted has uh, done amazing things over there. And, yeah, I'm surprised. I think, yeah, I think everybody's a little surprised. But it, it's cool to see Arsenal back at the top, I think, like, We'll they are doing well. I think it, what makes it extra special is
0: the fact that this is Arsenal we are talking about. It's a club with so many expectations. The fans, fans that have been through these years of disappointment, through these years of just stagnation, really. And every single year it was worse and worse. And well, Arsenal fans wanted Wenger out right at the end of his era, mm-hmm. and then it got even worse, right? we thought it well, we we brought in Unai Emery I, I i thought there it was not all bad but i think it was kind of expected that it would happen after after that there would have to be some kind of rebuild right so it took it took him a few years but they they stuck with him the the, the board fair play to them what do you think joel um because we were not happy with the board either where we the arsenal fans so so do, were we wrong Want them out and to, to be negative all the time. Maybe not you and me, but like most of the fans, you know, most of the Arsenal fans.
3: Sorry, I can't, I can't quite hear the question there.
0: Yeah. The, okay. So the question was, you know how everybody was negative at Arsenal. You know, the the during M- M- Unai Emery's era, then uh, when Arteta came in. Everybody was negative. The results weren't there. There were protests. It was always like Arteta out. So I wanted to ask you, like, were you like that as well? Were you were you were you in that same bracket or?
3: Yeah, um, you know, I wouldn't have said that I wanted Arteta out just because we had so many managers at that point. Uh, well, not so many, but you know, we had a few. You kind of felt, well, you don't want to go down this path that United went down, going through all these managers or turn into a Chelsea where you have kind of a uh, roundabout sort of manager system. But I was feeling pretty disillusioned just the kind of money that Liverpool and City were spending, you know, and even United and and Chelsea. It it just seemed as though we couldn't really compete um, with them. And while Arteta had been encouraging, it seemed that maybe he was... You know, trying to get Arsenal to do things, to do things that they just simply didn't have the players to do. You know, I, I remember them trying to play out of the back. You know, um, when he first came, I forgot what year it was, and it was just a disaster. You know, trying to play out of the back with Shelny and, and, and um, I forget some of this, these old center backs, but you know, soccer team, guys like that.
0: The goalkeeper Leno, it wasn't really his game, was it? And they were the thing, yeah, the Leno like he like, play like that, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So I think really just giving him the time to bring in his own personnel um, and his own players has really been something that I I didn't expect. I didn't see coming, uh, but it's been such a positive for the team. You know, homegrown players like Ramsdale and Saka and then other players like, you know, um, that we got for like really cheap. I think the old guard signing is, you know, the catalyst to, you know, so much of the success that we've had, um, you know, this season, just, I think it's just such a bargain we got him for 35 million it's it's incredible you know uh, well, he is
0: our captain so now. yeah
3: i think i was pretty discouraged but i wouldn't have necessarily set arteta out and now you know i kind of go around acting like i'm one of those people who was like arteta all the way you know for the last you know four <laughs> years or so i was always uh, there. It's all good.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I see what you mean i think 90 percent of the fan, fan base were skeptical to say the least mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so um you mentioned Odegaard. He's our captain now. And he scored a brace. He scored a brace against the Wolves. And yeah. Um, one thing I want to touch on is the like fact that Granny Chaka, he had to be subbed off early in the game. Uh, and every single time a player, like in the in the last few weeks, the player went down. A player who who was supposed to play at the, in the World Cup, a player went down. Um, It seemed like the referees always blew the whistle immediately. The 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 the, the commentators were on it. The camera the camera were focus on those players. And did you guys notice that it was such it was a bit weird? Because those players were like, "Oh my god, I don't want to get injured before the World yeah. Cup." How do you and feel about that? Did, I can't say I that... noticed that. Did you get that vibe as well, like me? Or... Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's an interesting, interesting, uh, it's not a theory you put forth, but it's an interesting idea. You know, there might be something to it. Did you notice it then? Like, did you, did you see,
0: because it it seemed to have happened in more matches. It was the same with Madison, he, he he was subbed off and it's it's inevitable that it's gonna be on your mind. Like mm. you want to you want to represent your country, especially because there are so many foreign country, the mm. foreign so many foreigners playing in the Premier League. And yeah. you don't you want it's like your dream, like it's only every, once every four years. So
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. the question about how much um for you know for, for, for all the players, not just I was gonna say the foreign players, but every player who, who might be representing their country. How much is their head in the current league, and how much is their head just on exactly? You know, the break and, and focused on 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 the World Cup. You know, I mean, if, if you know you're going to Qatar, I yeah. you know I, I have to imagine that your your final uh, league game. It's it, it, it would just be hard to imagine that you'd be fully focused on that. Absolutely. At least you will you will not keep, like. When there is a challenge
0: about to happen, you might play in a different way. You might play less less risky, or you might we be more cautious. More open, yeah, more cautious. I think even Saka seemed a little bit like that in that game to me. I totally understand it because all it takes is just a pulled muscle or something, you know, and it's so easy to happen, right, these days. Yeah. So I could see, I could see that. I honestly could see that. And uh, when Saka, Saka, Shaka, Went down in the second minute of the game. But later, we found out that it was—I say we, but they found out that he, he had been some kind of—he had been ill or something. It was mm-hmm. an illness, and apparently, four more players were ill in the team. So, hopefully, he will be able to represent uh, the Swiss Bit team. Of a COVID
1: wave or something? It's Who back. knows? <laughs> no, please, <Yeah>. <laughs> please, no. please! I know <laughs> oh, no, all those matches without. Crowds were weird,
3: <laughs> but no, um,
1: yeah, no. I mean, I think it could, it could definitely be on your mind. The way you play, it, you know, it, it's got to, especially, you know, especially if you're particularly young and you're looking at your first World Cup, or if you're one of the veterans and you're looking at potentially your last exactly. World Cup. You know, it's it's going to be very heavy on your mind, and it's just it's just weird this season, like just having it slapped in the middle. Like this, um, it, yeah. It
0: just seems crazy. It is crazy for a lot of reasons, but it's. I think I, I bet the, the toughest thing is like for the physios and doctors and how do how do you time it? You know, how do you time yeah. it? What, what should you do? Should you train more? Should you
1: train less? The
0: problem is we haven't mm. done this before. It hasn't been yeah, who, done. Before. Yeah,
1: who wears the data on on it? No, there's the, no data. Yeah. Right, it's all random. So like,
0: you want to get this right, so you have to predict kind Of predicted, yeah, and
1: um, and yeah. I, I don't know how much of a break after the world cup is there between going eight back days. To eight days,
2: so that's that, that seems
1: team. crazy. Like, can, can you really imagine, you know, like if if someone you know a team makes it to the final, they give it their all, they don't get the victory in the final. Eight days later you have to go back to just you know regular league matches like i i just don't see like the let alone the physical recovery like mental recovery for for certain players in certain situations like how well again how much are they going to be focused again on on the task at hand but they're the professionals so
0: sorry yeah absolutely yeah this this is this is a problem right there's it's only two teams that will make it to the final arguably but it's Mm -hmm. probably going to be one of those teams that has a lot of players in the premier league right most likely (laughs) someone like brazil or france yeah
1: absolutely well i mean that's yeah that's all the top tier talent is isn't it sir? i mean the chances are very very high
0: okay so as far as i know the final is on the 18th of december that sounds right and then then you have an eight eight-day break and then and boxing then the, day yeah the boxing game the, the matches on yeah. the boxing day the
1: matches resume that's just um, mental that it's so crazy
2: yeah it's
0: what can you say it's just yeah like, it's madness. madness yeah so isn't it just exactly what happened, joel sorry what joel what yeah i don't know i don't know He's gone. <laughs>
1: Will he be back? Does he? I, don't know. Does I have happen? no idea. I
0: don't, okay. I don't know. he's he got the link. Yeah, he's online. Uh, I'm gonna message him quickly. No. Um, and um, yeah, we just have to roll with it. So uh, we are talking about Arsenal here. I think. Yeah. Is there anything else to say? Really? There's a lot. There's loads to say. I. Um, what I could ask you is, what do you think will happen after the World Cup? Because five points is not much. And City are City.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, honestly, like, instinct tells me that Arsenal are going to drop this. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to, to, to no. be the bearer of uh, any bad news for, for yourself or Arsenal fans. Like, instinct tells me they're going to drop it. But that being said, my instinct has already been wrong about three or four times. <laughs> this season with Arsenal, I, I keep thinking this weekend, you know, this weekend they're gonna they're gonna slip. Like this weekend they're gonna slip, and we um, don't, you know. Don't. So I mean, City slipped, um, and I think you know it wasn't too long ago uh, in the um, in the, the season Liverpool one, where I think right at the beginning, you know, City slipped up once or twice. But everybody was saying, uh, oh, here we go. Liverpool will slip. Liverpool will slip. And they never did, you know? So, I mean, exactly. you, like, instinct says Arsenal are going to drop it, but I, I'm not going to be like shocked either if they keep this up. They're playing well. They keep winning. Like, like you and, know, why should they not keep going? Exactly.
0: And they have put themselves in an, an, an excellent position now, mm-hmm. like five points ahead of City. Like, what else can you wish for? Honestly, yeah. it's amazing. They do have two games against city in hand right so uh, you know city could easily win yeah, both of them they make turn it around Yeah, easily and yeah. also we have to we have to consider the fact that they have better squad depth than arsenal that's for sure and what's mm. going to happen after the world cup these players like martinelli gabriel jesus these these um, key players for us joel right are they going to be tired after the world cup will they need a break shaka will they be the same players Will they pick up where they le- where they left off? What's going to happen? You know, for me, it's it's a bit dodgy. This, you know.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What do you think is going to happen, Joel? I think Joel might have a delay or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like.
3: <laughs> It's obviously a worry. I mean, it's something I've been thinking about since the start of the season. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't nah, I really don't know because we've just never been in the situation before to World up, you know. Um, being in the middle of the year, like it's hard to it's really hard to make any sort of um conjecture. You know, it's kinda you're just thinking, oh, um I hope they all come back healthy for one thing. You know, that's that's a main yeah. thing. I suppose they all come back healthy, it's just about Stamina, you know, and I think that's where Arsenal's squad depth, which is, in fairness, it's been building up over the last few weeks, but it's just not like cities, you know, where they can almost man for man change their whole team, really, mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe De Bruyne mm-hmm. and Haaland and Bernardo Silva. They can almost, you know, switch everybody out and they still have a top quality team. So I think that's going to be a little tougher. And um, But we've seen less do it, and we've seen, you know, other teams teams um, have lesser squad depth get all the way, but it's it's going to be tough. I, th- I think it'll be tough even without the World Cup, you know, and sustain this drive for like, the whole season. So, I think whatever happens, we've be been the World Cup, but it might have just happened anyway.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And to be honest, so we we, talk, we are only talking about City here, but it's not just City. There are more teams in the mix. They are not too far off. Yes, can you hear Part- me, guys? Or- yeah, you have a delay. There's a quite a bad delay. Can you... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna remove Joel and hopefully he comes back. Oh, okay. Without a delay. Um so what what was I gonna ask you? Yeah, so there are more, people, the more other people in the mix.
1: Possibilities, yeah.
0: We have Newcastle who, who are playing amazing football.
1: Who I believe are on a quite a strong winning streak Street. at the moment as well. Yep. Yeah. Um I don't know, for them getting up there. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see. I, I don't really see this going anywhere either than uh, Arsenal or City. I think because um, like Spurs are fourth. Oh, I need to look again. Yeah, what? yeah,
2: they are. They are yeah, hanging fourth, in there. Yeah. Fourth, yeah,
1: but they're With terrible
0: football. But they're still <laughs> yeah. doing
1: it. But I was about to. Yeah. Well, they're they're eight points behind and they've played one more game. So I mean it's not I mean it's not insurmountable. It's not impossible, but um I don't know. Don't see it. Don't I don't see it coming together for them. And then fifth, I think, is United. Uh again, you know, they're they're a team in a huge transition, a transition that's been going on for about nine years or something. You know, um in I don't know. I I, I would be pretty shocked. If anyone other than City or Arsenal took it this season,
0: okay, I can't. I can't believe we are talking in those terms, honestly. Really? Well, <laughs> who would have guessed, right, Joel? Yeah, yeah, no, sure, sure.
1: I guess that's yeah. uh, a pretty good sign for you guys. That's that is that does seem to be the discussion at this point. Like, which of those two? rather than uh, which of the three or four or something. Uh well, it could change. I mean, honestly, I mean... No, of
0: course, of course. Keep your feet on the ground. Uh, Joel, can you hear us?
3: Yeah, I can, guys, yeah.
0: Okay, there seems to be no delay now, so it's good. Okay, uh, guys, let's mo- move on to the Manchester United game. So let's qu- quickly talk about the game because we-, we have Matt here who has seen the match. Did you see the match,
3: Joel? No I didn't quite catch it. I was kind of following it as it was going along. So I expected it to be drawn in. Manner, so.
0: That's okay, but we can quickly talk about that, but then we need to address the the Ronaldo's yeah. comments. So we're going to talk about that as well. <laughs> Very so do um,
1: these comments.
0: It's really interesting, Matt. It's really interesting. Joel has Joel knows, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the comments? I don't know these comments oh, yeah. in the hermit today. I haven't seen anything online. Wait oh, for wow. it. It's something <laughs>
0: after the ad no there's no there's no ad don't worry guys coming up right after that's <laughs> the message from our sponsor <laughs> yeah so um yeah the menu game so 2-1 for manchester united mm-hmm. yep two one. Three points three points in the bag did they deserve to win point.
1: just they scraped through absolutely scraped through by the by the skin of their teeth i think it was um it was a good. It was a good match to watch. It was. It was pretty interesting, but um. I mean, if if you, I feel like United for years now. Like everybody's waiting for. Oh, this is the moment where they turn it around and they come back. And, you know, and, you know, like every time there's a new manager. You know, when Ronaldo got resigned. Um, it's you know. Oh, this is it. This is it, and I think uh, you know ten hugs, Hach's appointment um was that was that good i don't know
0: but we have to ask um, leontes
1: his i'll say his um, <laughs> his appointment was was another one of these moments you know like oh, this this could be it you know he's coming over from ajax he's bringing that that football that got them so far got them back on the the main stage um but it's you know, it's it's one of those things. Like we were just talking about Arsenal and how they've done it. You know, and, and Arteta was given a long, in in modern terms, a long time to do this, and he weathered some pretty brutal storms. And I think that's, you know, that, that United has still got to go through through that because they got the victory over four. But if you're really talking about a title contender, someone who is going to really, you know, put, put the points up every week or, or, you know, reliably get those points up. Yeah. I mean, I think if you look at the stats, it's very similar. They they, they really did scrape through. They got that final goal in the final yeah. final minutes of the game closing. And, it you know, the whole way through, Fulham could have pipped them. You know, Fulham could have it, – it wasn't like Fulham got – one lucky break and got a goal you know fulham were were on them the whole match so i think it's it's fun uh, to watch united and speculate about the future um but uh you know i, I think they still got a long way a long way to go before they're really you know sort of at that city or even arsenal <laughs> level but a uh, good match overall
0: mm mm-hmm. Well, Pulem have been playing really well as well. And um, in this game, they I believe they missed uh, their best player, Alexander Mitrovic. So yeah. maybe and that you can was... Say they, they
1: love putting a big cross into the box for that, you know, for him. And, and you know, there was probably about three or four times that if, if he had been there, it's, it's game over, you know? Like... That
0: might have been the fact that... The... Tip the scales yeah. honestly, and and then yeah. obviously, I don't know, Joel, if you have seen the goal that um, that 18 year old Spaniard scored. Scored uh, what's his name again?
1: Yeah. Ganacho,
0: Ganacho, yeah, Alejandro, Alejandro Ganacho. So that was yeah. a moment, yeah. that was a big moment, right? He took off, yeah. His the shirt. defenders were pretty
4: really
3: slow on that
0: one. Sorry,
3: yeah, no, it's just that. Um, I, re- I saw the goal on the news with my dad, and we were commenting on how. The foam defender started out ahead of him, and then he was able to kind of just outpace him over, you know, five or six yards to get the goal, which was kind of surprising. You would have thought they would have been able to clear from there, but yeah,
0: mm-hmm. oh, it was a it was an excellent excellent play there, honestly. And yeah. Christian Eriksen, should we also mention him? He was dead for five minutes. Now he's firing on on all cylinders, and he, yeah. he's in in a great form, playing well for United, and he's going to the World Cup again. So. Wow, what a story! Yeah, no, yeah, big big turnaround. Fantastic
1: to to see. Big big turnaround. Uh, it's
3: wonderful,
0: yeah. I, I believe there's there are no not many people that don't wish him good stuff now, right? After what happened to him, I mean, it's a, it's a no, absolutely.
1: And he, yeah. you know, he, you know, he we had, he had a great game. Obviously, he he scored yeah. their first goal. I believe he got the assist for Garnacho's as well. If I if I remember correctly. Um, you know, so great to see and he was at, was it
2: Brentford for for a season?
1: Am I am I crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at Brentford, yeah. It was at Brentford, it was at Brentford, yeah. That's so right. I mean, yeah, big
0: sort of they took, a risk. Oh, they took a risk taking him on for think, for the it was like I half a so. season. Yeah, it took a massive risk, you know, because he couldn't play in I believe he was playing. Was he playing for Inter Milan or somewhere in Italy? It yes,
1: yeah, it I think it was Inter at the time it and happened. It,
0: and he wasn't allowed to play because he couldn't play with that thing that he had installed in his mm, in, mm. in his heart. So he would he couldn't play in Italy. It was forbidden for him to play. Ah, but the, 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 there were there were different rules in England. That's why Brentford were allowed to sign him
1: okay okay that's it yeah and then i mean like it's it's a tremendous bounce i mean just staying in the top leagues alone is is tremendous but getting you know yeah. to yeah. back into one yeah. of the top team well if you want to call united a top team uh, um getting into one of the top teams uh you know bouncing back like that tremendous tremendous yeah and let's be honest he's such a he's he played for Un- uh
0: spurs right joel but we have we have to admit it that he is a he is a he is class he is class Yeah, oh. he he's an excellent player yeah we've got some i believe joel is a, joel's phone is acting up a bit i think he, he sent me a message that his phone is overheating But i believe there's like uh-huh. a big Big delay a little bit of a struggle here yeah uh we have one of our uh regulars here on this show nrup another arsenal fan is asking is garnacho rated well i don't know i this was like the second time i heard about him
1: <laughs> so I well yeah you... <laughs> from my, my professional <laughs> viewpoint and the, the 30 minutes i saw of him yesterday i i like him <laughs> I thought he uh came in uh he came in hot but yeah I I don't know really Hadn't he made about it.
0: Matt Matt hadn't he hate like, hadn't hadn't he made like two assists in the in the Europa League as well I, I Had believe he, that's I, I honestly don't
1: know I think, think that's honestly. what happened yeah if I heard okay.
0: it somewhere So it was his like second second notable appearance
1: for United uh, Okay so he's been he's been like under the pump before he's been thrown into In the deep water, something like that, yeah. But it's it's an amazing
0: amazing story, yeah. So,
1: how does it feel to
0: have Casemiro? Well, we are not. Matt is not a United fan, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not a. How does does it feel,
2: Matt?
1: (laughs) Feels amazing, Casemiro (laughs) in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Not your house, though. No, no, no. Footballers enter my house. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. (laughs) Right.
0: So, um. What else? What else can we discuss here? I guess we have to address the elephant. Well, it's not really an elephant in the room, but let's talk about what I have already. Um, is this, this is this the big moment? This is the big stuff, yeah. So Ronaldo, Sorry. we have to talk about Ronaldo. So basically, as 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 far as I understand it from a few things I've seen online and and a podcast I I've, I listened to before before this show. There is a show, Piers Morgan's show, I think it's called Uncensored, Uncensored, something like that. Piers Morgan, not my favorite person, by the way. No, (laughs) he's got like, not my favorite person, but he's got a show which a lot of people watch, okay? I believe Daily Mail kind of people. And (laughs) uh, it's called Uncensored. And he has done an interview for him. And it's coming out later this week. However, However, some a preview has been released. <laughs> and, from, and this preview contains a lot of bombshells. A lot of them. So several things he says that sort of tarnish, they tarnish Manchester United. A lot of things that are coming out that he probably shouldn't have said or he wanted to say a long time ago and it's only happening now. So, so I'm going to give you some of those. He said... I felt betrayed uh, because some people didn't want me here at United not only this year but the, the last year too it's one of the things he said he said I felt betrayed he used such a strong word betrayed he also said that he had no respect for Eric ten hag because he showed no respect for him for ronaldo he also said that he hadn't understood he hadn't understood who they hired why they hired Ralph? Sorry, why they hired Ralph Ragnick, who wasn't even a coach? <laughs> and he also said that nothing had changed at United since Ferguson left United. It, it's as if time time stopped. He mentioned technology, like <laughs> specifically he was he was talking about technology in infrastructure. He mentioned the something about the canteen. <laughs> I think he was alluding to the fact that. I think something happened at the start of his uh, spell at, uh, at United that he was criticizing the way they eat there or something. Mm. So, big words from Ronaldo. What do you think? Like hearing hearing these these things, uh, Matt? Are, are you surprised that this happened? Uh, or... I mean, well, surprised
1: that he's not happy? No, uh, I mean he's not getting played anywhere near as much as i'm sure ronaldo expects that he should or anybody would expect that ronaldo would or, or should but um i don't i would be i might have to watch this full interview though because i'd be curious to know exactly what he means when he says um that ten Hag showed him no respect so he has no respect for. Him. like what what, is, what what does that mean Exactly you know what they just, did. They I mean, it... the fact that he's not getting game time, no respect or you know is there something specific you know that i I would be curious to know
0: I think that must be one of the things, right and also obviously, I think Ten Hag handled the situation as as well as he could because obviously Ronaldo was the one who threw the toys out of the pram
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah he was behaving in a childish way he Left the pitch before the end of the game twice, so he had to do something about that. He had to punish him somehow. So he didn't nominate it, nominate him for the previous match, and yes, he didn't play him play him all the time. But he had good reasons to do that, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. in Ronaldo's eyes, like what would be the way to show him respect? Do you think, uh, Joel?
3: Yeah, I think you know. It's sad to say this about such a great player, but when you're kind of coming to the end of your powers as a player, it's always tough. Um
2: I think in Ronaldo's
3: eyes, you know, playing more consistently and I guess, you know, just being the main man would probably be, be his idea of respect. But it's just tougher when, you know, um you're older, you're not quite the same player as you used to be. In fairness to Ronaldo, I think he can say that he was probably United's best player last season almost, which is remarkable to say about like a thirty seven year old. But there, you know, there's Plenty of times that season where he bailed him out, uh, especially in the Champions League. So I think he's probably thought, look, I've earned, you know, a lot of respect to this club, my first in here. And now it's my second in here and I'm still, you know, one of your better players. So I think coming into the season, he knew that Ten Hag didn't really fancy him as a player. And was probably trying to, I mean, he was trying to engineer a move in the summer. And, um, you know, that didn't that didn't happen for whatever reason. So I think you know one of the things he's really angry at United for is that well if you're never going to use me you know um you could have sold me but you chose both to not use me and also not to sell me so it's kind of put everyone in a difficult situation you know.
0: Hmm. What I heard is that the re- part of the reason they did that was because of marketing and um, sponsorship deals
4: because mm-hmm.
0: they would have lost a lot of money had had he let 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 him yeah. go. He's just, just
1: simply play. being yeah. at the club is valuable in and of itself. Yeah, it's it's kind of I, I, like it was, like I said before, one of those moments again when Ronaldo returned, it was like, oh, now, now United are going to, you know, the Fergie years are coming back. And I think in hindsight now it was, it was obviously not, maybe for them financially, like you were saying, marketing-wise, a good decision. For him as a player, like, not a good decision because if you look at, like, where Messi went after Barcelona, the PSG, like, it, it makes Your sense because they just worship, you know, like, top-tier talent. Like, you just, you know, they just want big names to, yeah, to cool. put on the pitch, really, I think. And, and you know, I, I you know... Uh, you, you can win the French league doing that. <laughs> you know, you just throw uh, not only
0: that, you can in. also win you can also win a FIFA game with that, Matt. Yeah, you can absolutely
1: <laughs> you can dominate in FIFA doing that. <laughs> but um you know like uh, United they I think Ten Hag style it it's gonna be like like a lot of the top managers these days it's high intensity, high pressing young young players pushing hard running running hard you know Ronaldo is Superman but he as Joel pointed out he's what 36 37. you know he's 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 not going to fit into that high intensity sort of like full steam ahead uh, you know high press that they've got I just I don't I don't think it's going to work for him, and I think that's why he doesn't get the game time. It's it's not that he's not a good footballer. Obviously, he's one of the best ever, arguably the best ever. But he'd be better off going to a team where he he can just stay you know stay up front, showcase his talent, and and do well. But yeah, you know, United's not the place for that.
0: So Joel, so why is he even doing this? Is his is is this some kind of personal vendetta or? Why is he even doing this? Like this sort of timing, this kind of big yeah, interview I mean, on this on this program, like Steve Morgan's. Like if he said something in emotions after a match or something, yeah, that's different, right? Yeah. But this is yeah. like this seems like premeditated. You know, it's like, is it what what is he trying to achieve with this? In your opinion, Joel?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's so odd because. um in a way, if he was a lesser player or a player of less notoriety, I'd say, well, he's just trying to force a move out of the club. But since he's such a big player, there's a sense in which he shouldn't really have to resort to this sort of thing to, you know, um, to get a move. But I think maybe he thinks he's exasperated his options in the sen- or exhausted his options in the sense that, well, he probably thinks I tried to move in the summer, um, yeah. you know, with grace, and he didn't let me leave then. So maybe if I blow everything up on the way out, then, um, you know, they're going to have to... You know, let me go mm-hmm. somehow, but I do think, yeah, it is kind of—it's just very strange. You don't really see this sort of thing in in in, in football, or as Matt would say, soccer. Um, you know, I mean, you see it in you see it in kind of American sports more, or kind of different, kind of more individualistic sports. It's a little surprising to see a player of this stature, um, you know, kind of come after the whole club. I mean, he went after everyone. You know, the executive level, the managers. Uh, this I know
0: also, Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, right. Wayne Rooney, yeah. I'm just safe with Rooney. What? Because Rooney had <laughs> Rooney
0: had been talking. More people had been talking about him. For example, um, Gary Neville. Gary Neville had had been talking about him a lot, in a negative mm-hmm. sense. And okay. as a result of that, Ronaldo, when he went to shake hands with the pundits, with the commentators, he 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 uh, ignored Gary Neville. So uh, Gary Neville is one off. of them. And, and then Rooney as well. Moroni also said something bad about him. Ronaldo had his comeback in this in this preview as well. But it's taken out of context. Yeah, so there is there's definitely gonna be more and we will see what what it's gonna be about. But I think honestly, it is taken out of context. But I can't see how it will be sort of perceived. <laughs> yeah. In in any different way,
1: makes it better. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like those were like big chunks. It's not not, like one second shots from, you know, or excerpts. Mm -hmm. It's it's really like long,
3: long preview. So
0: (laughs) I don't know.
1: I need to watch this
3: interview.
0: Yeah, me too. I think it's coming out on Wednesday or something. Mm
4: -hmm,
3: Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one of those days.
0: I heard that one of those. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So um, also, United. Came out saying that he was ill. That's why he didn't feature in his late in the latest game against Fulham. So that seems like a BS as well.
1: Yeah. (laughs) After after hearing this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Unless they're they're saying he's mentally ill, maybe he's gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: probably that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Ten Hag apparently Ten Hag was um, really angry. Uh, because there was one like representative like some kind of spokesperson for United who came out after this and spoke to the media and they are not very happy about this they are considering a legal action against Ronaldo and they need to watch the whole interview to see like what exactly he's gonna say there but that timing it's it's really really interesting right yeah because most most experts would say actually that ten hag has been handling ronaldo pretty
1: well you know
4: mm.
0: yeah well i thought
1: it he did seem to go like quite a lot of matches or quite a lot of minutes rather without getting you know time on the pitch and it it did sort of seem like it was okay for for a little while but obviously not <laughs> you know
3: yeah. i he think in ronaldo's
1: yeah.
3: I just oh. think the to coming to Ronaldo's defense for a, a little while here. It's not as though he's being benched, you know, for um, Eric Halland or, um, you know, or Harry Kane or something. Oh, yeah. some of the better strikers in the league. You know, you're kind of sitting behind an inconsistent Marcus Rashford, an inconsistent Martial. You're sort of thinking mm-hmm. like these guys have had their, their chance to prove that there's a guy at United for you know, the last four or five years, really. And neither of them have been able to do that. So there might be a sense in which Ronaldo's feeling like, look, your best strikers over the last, like, five, six years have been me, Ibrahimović, and, like, Cavani, you know? Mm. (laughs) So, Mm. you know, the guys that you have now, um, and, you know, even all the other younger guys you brought in haven't really succeeded. And um, maybe he just feels that, look, I I played better than Rashford last season. I don't know why, you know, I can't be in the squad now. Just to, you know, maybe give some uh, context for now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think valid point. Like, valid point. He's not, there's no one out there killing it for United, why wouldn't you throw him on? I, I just I would imagine he just he just ten hog feels that he doesn't fit into the system that he wants to play. Yeah, yeah. but know? to be
0: fair, yeah, he is succeeding now. They are they are better, they are looking better, United, and they are getting results. So mm-hmm. He's kind of holding holding the the right cards. He's holding the aces, you know. what I mean,
1: like if you if you're looking from his perspective as well, even if he plays Ronaldo up front every match ninety minutes, he knows he can't rely on that for a long time. Like he needs to build an actual team because Ronaldo is not going to be there for ten years. You know that's yeah. we, we all know that's just not going to happen. He's you know they, they 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 you know for financial reasons they might try and keep him along uh as around for as long as possible but you know he's they, they the manager knows he needs to build a team without Ronaldo yeah so, so maybe start while he's there
0: it's hard for him to take obviously we should also mention there's this aspect of him going through something tough in personal sense right I think I believe. He lost a child or like a newborn child or something like that oh yeah yeah.
4: that's
0: that's something that has to be taken into account i believe he also is mentioning that during that interview so he really feels betrayed which you can understand in a way but at the same time it's his ego he has such a huge ego right
1: you would
2: (laughs) wouldn't you
0: you would yeah that's the thing you would right would you if, you're the best, if, if they how tell you you, you are the best player in the, in the world for like yeah. how many years for 15 years that people are telling you that you are one you and Messi are the best players in the world for 15 years mm. every oh, yeah. single year I don't know you would probably have ego like him but still I don't know I don't know where I stand on this wait and see what
3: happens yeah, yep. Wait for the interview, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. we would love to hear what you guys think. Not you, Matt, and Joel, but the viewers. You don't <laughs> want to hear my thoughts. We already know what you think. You've already told us. So wow. let, us know. <laughs> let us know in the comments, please. Um, That's what the comments are for. And uh, we're going to look at the Heroes of the Week, the Villains of the Week, FPL, and then I'll say goodbye to you guys and uh, do the language corner so hero of the week first right who would like to go first
3: i guess um say my hero of the week is uh martin Odegaard. he's kind of my hero every week as an arsenal <laughs> fan, but especially this week you know i really came through two goals Um the whole team played great but you know he was just putting emphasis on you know the fact that this arsenal offense is really his offense it's his team and uh, being captain now especially with Shaq out for a little while uh, and just the fact that you know he's able to both create and get and, and finish you know um he's a really special midfielder and just to have him on our team i'm just grateful all the time so he's my hero of the week so far this week
1: deserved, deserved title what about you matt uh, I'm gonna jump on the pro Arsenal bandwagon <laughs> and say, so, but but my hero of the week is gonna be uh, a Brentford player, Tony Ivan Tony, mm-hmm. um, putting the the two past uh, City played amazingly. I think their their whole, as we talked about earlier, that whole match was just a bit of a chaos, but he he, he sorted it out and um, you know gave Arsenal that nice. Uh, Sort of cushion at the, the at the top there.
0: Absolutely, I think Ivan Tony should should definitely get a mention. I was going to say Ivan Tony as well. <laughs> oh, Actually, sorry, not I, I've got one more one more uh, player I can mention. Uh, but we should mention that he was left out of the England squad, Ivan Tony, uh, even though there was a good chance that he would feature. So and that's what happens out. when you
1: focused on the match at hand and not on the World Cup. See?
0: Yeah, but the, the good thing for him is like after hearing the disappointing news, he manages to bounce back like this and scores two goals and beats, yeah. beats single-handedly beats City. It's amazing. maybe, maybe it determined
1: him more. Turned him, like you know, show show what he's made of. He's a very confident guy. Like, whenever he speaks in the
0: interviews, he always says. I'm not afraid of anyone, or why should he be afraid of City? You know, it almost it almost mm-hmm. looks like on the one hand you could say he doesn't have enough respect for the team like <laughs> City. On the other hand, you want to hear that from players. You want to hear that, right? You want to, you want your players to be this confident. And maybe England will, uh, will be sorry not to, or Southgate will be sorry not to have him. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so okay, I am gonna say that Garnacho. I, t- I don't know what his name is again, but that guy that scored Alejandro the winner for United. Garnacho, I think. It Garnacho, was. Garnacho. I'm uh, I'm sorry, Garnacho, the young guy, eighteen year old, took his shirt off. Amazing
1: celebration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he really, he really enjoyed that one. Yeah,
1: that was a that was a good burn.
0: Okay, let's go for the villains of the week
3: yeah um my villain of the week this week would be um it's a little harsh but i'm gonna go for graham potter you know another kind of uninspiring um loss you know to newcastle i i I say graham potter but i really sort of mean almost the, the whole chelsea management structure is really taking a hit i think this week and really this season you know, I was just watching the game a little bit, and I realized how many different players were from different managers. So you had guys like Mount from the Lampard era, guys like um, Ziak, um, I think, was fine, maybe he was on the Lampard, but it was sort of a Tuco player, a Bambiang, a Tuchel player. Yeah. Then guys like Havertz and who were just sort of there. And you have this really incoherent offense where, you know, unlike Arsenal, where all the players that play now are kind of, were brought along or developed by Arteta or uh, Man City where you have the same thing with Liverpool where all the players, again, came from kind of the same coach. You have this place where it's really incoherent um, and their offense has struggled for literally a year and a half now. So I just think... I'm saying Graham Potter, but I just sort of mean whoever manages Chelsea, you know, yeah, now it's with not, the new owner and stuff. It's kind it's of not, not his
0: fault, is it? Because he, he needs that time as well. He is a brilliant manager. We have yeah, he needs... We have seen it, yeah. yeah so he totally just needs that time. He needs... He needs his own signings, let's say, to fit his own system. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah. tough for him because how how much patience do they have at Chelsea normally? Right, not I mean, much. It's
3: Chelsea, <laughs> you know. He needs time, but Chelsea and time, you know, can barely coexist. Hopefully,
1: yeah. a little more patience uh, given new management, but <laughs> didn't seem that way for Tuchel. So,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: we will we will see
0: we'll see what happens there. But obviously, Chelsea lost to Newcastle one 0 big win for newcastle Mm. not such such a great result for chelsea that's an understatement right matt your villain of the week
1: uh my villain of the week i'm actually going to throw it to uh, more, more or less the entire on pitch manchester city squad for watching them all just pathetically dive and attempt to pull red cards and and all sorts of things. After they had the the free kick right on the edge of the box, okay, it was close. (laughs) I understand maybe you could have gone with a penalty on that one. But the next 30, 45 seconds after that, just watching these pathetic millionaires throw themselves, ah, every two seconds, oh, getting pushed, oh, handball here, just... Get on and play, you losers! It's embarrassing. Yeah, so they're they're my villains.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's nice. I love it. Uh, my, my villain of the week is going to be David Moyes again, and and I have to say that I have a soft spot for West Ham. I like the team. I watch their matches, and wow. I know the majority of the fan base are Moyes out now. No. I am not. No. I am not, but I still think that Moyes is in trouble because he, they are out of the cup now. They lost to Blackburn. They are really, really close to the relegation zone now. Like, I think two points off or something. <laughs> it's no. It's not. It's not looking good for them. However, Moyes deserves more time. Because of what he achieved in the previous two seasons, it ju- it, just, exactly. it just he just does deserve more time. It's as simple as this, but he gets my villain of the week because losing to Leicester at home, they can't score goals. They are unable to score goals. <laughs> They're just not clinically enough. Got to put them away. Not dangerous enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. So. okay. So that was an honourable mention to West Ham. Normally, we talk about West Ham here a bit more, but there's not not much to talk about this time. Um, let's have a look at the FPL. Okay, guys. So, how did you do this week?
1: Fairly, fairly middle of the road. I got a. Uh... 46 points which i think is about three three above the average for the week and it's it's heartbreaking the man i just said was my uh hero ivan tony i've got him on the bench on the bench so he's got 13 points well blows Um, away everyone else on my on my (laughs) on the pitch as you can see i had a very
0: average week only one point uh, only one point above the
2: average point i picked you by two
0: yeah, I just got the captaincy wrong, but everybody did. Like, it was either Haaland or Salah, right? So, yeah, I, I have
1: Haaland. I mean, I feel like you have to captain Haaland yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. after the first two weeks of this season, it was like, well, who else are you going
0: to captain? Exactly. Are you in the league, Matt? Are you in our I, league? I don't here? think
1: I am. I need to add myself to that. Yeah.
0: So, if you want, you can join the. The link is in the description of the of the show, or I can send you, I can send you the code after the show.
1: Yeah, go. Um, when, when when you get a chance. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. So as you can see, I'm um, in the seventh place. Not much has changed. Like everybody remained in their position. Well, what's interesting is that Mohammed, who has been um, the leader for so long now in our league, he um, he seemed to have played triple captain because Holland got him three points. Look at that.
1: <laughs> I he must have. Oh my god.
0: Still he still got more points than me though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's that triple captain, so that extra point. Triple
0: captain, one point. Oh, how unfortunate. That's why it's better guys to I mean, I'm 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 giving advice to Muhammad who is like 80 points above me or something. But it's better to do triple captain when uh, you have a double game week, when you know that team plays two matches. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised at that decision considering how well Mohamed has been playing look at the look at where he is like how far he is of everyone else only Kyle another Arsenal fan only Kyle Carl is close yeah all right so obviously there is a break now we will see what happens with the fantasy football do you play fantasy football Joel or not
3: um, I don't I didn't get into it you know it's one of those things that I would always try and have a resolution to get into at the start of the year then I forget and it's four or five weeks into the season and it's like oh yeah <laughs> yeah you yeah. You're not you
1: are getting back up four or five weeks. know see it
3: starts so early this year that I didn't I didn't really expect that I hadn't made all my preparations and stuff but it's always good to see I mean I think that and advice is really what I I would stick to if I was playing fantasy I mean just the way he plays the way he scored the rate at which he scores I mean you pretty much have to captain him like anytime he's playing yeah.
0: a lot of people jumped on him late and they regretted it really really I early.
3: I because
1: everyone I knew everyone was going Haaland so at the beginning I thought I'm gonna roll the dice I'm not gonna get Haaland and I'm gonna roll the dice on Darwin Nunes and that didn't go well at all <laughs>
0: Oh, but now Darwin Nunez, he's good, sc- didn't he score two goals now?
1: Yeah, well now, now he's turning it on. Now he's turning it on, but he's long gone from my team. <laughs> I don't got know a know about in like second yeah. match or something. Yeah.
0: I don't know how about you, Matt, but it happens to me all the time that I, I sell a player. It happens especially with Ivan Tony. Whenever I buy <laughs> Ivan Tony, he's underperforming. He doesn't get me any any points. But when yeah. I sell him, he gets a hat trick or Something like that, you
1: know. Yeah. So he watches yeah. this show, I think, and waits for you to sell <laughs> he does. Him and then he, and then, and then he
0: <laughs> No, he actually he does. He actually does play fantasy football. He has talked oh, about yeah. it many times, I believe. He has had some made some comments on his Instagram or something like that.
1: I wonder if he ever captains himself and it's just like I'm gonna have a great I, I, game.
0: I bet players like football players do that because this is not um like a game where you make money, right? It's not hmm. like they are not allowed to do that so i bet i bet football players play fantasy football yeah Premier, Premier League players. Oh, I'm sure, they <laughs> play fantasy i just wonder if
1: you if you would captain yourself you know like did you know if if he played himself this weekend did he captain himself did he know he was gonna have the kind of weekend that he had I, I have hung
0: i have hung up my boots already but i wouldn't have captain myself because i was um I was not really scoring that many goals and also I was not on penalties. I missed I I, I took just like two penalties in my entire career, like maybe three in my entire career, and um, I missed like two of them. So I, oh. wouldn't, I wouldn't have captained myself. No. Wouldn't be dropping the stay
1: on yourself <laughs>
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah, that's that's I guess that's that's it for this. For this show, guys, thank you very much for featuring. I guess before before I say goodbye to you, I'm gonna ask you this: uh, Are you going to watch the World Cup?
1: Oh, of course, of course, I'll of course be uh, keeping an eye on it whenever, whenever I can. Basically, I think um, you know it's it's always a great time having the having the matches on. There's so much football on, just constantly. Yeah. There's always drama, isn't there? So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, I'll, I'll have an eye on what's going on.
3: Yeah, I you, mean, this be... is a... you too, Joel. Yeah, I mean, this is this is Christmas for a football fan. Now it's literally Christmas so is <laughs> yeah. at Christmas, but you know, just in general, the chance to watch so many games, um, so many great players all here, so many great teams. You know, you know, like Matt said, the drama is going to be intense, and I'm um, mm-hmm. just looking forward to a great month of football. You know, just it's always great World Cups. Mm-hmm.
0: So obviously, Joel, you're from Ireland, so the Irish team didn't qualify. I'm from the Czech yeah. Republic; my team didn't qualify. Matt, how about you? Uh, so
1: australia we we do all right we we we, we always we always get you know again we, we always get a group stage um you know we get noticed but yeah it's a stress i think you I right? because my, ah, you know it's painful my my wife is french which is painful enough oh. but um <laughs> uh no, last I time you. The last last world cup uh, australia's opening match was against france and i like france in that opening match played terribly like like for friend for france played terribly and australia for australia played amazingly and france kicked their ass like it's just yeah it's you know so i i usually sort of um back England having lived there for so long and just because australia is okay gonna get okay
0: there. are you gonna are you not gonna watch the australian matches then at all or oh no no no
1: oh oh, oh, oh. Watch them. yeah of course oh it's if okay. they if, if they pull off some miracle i'll definitely <laughs> love it but i just don't see it happening oh well, you never know it's
0: it's football mm-hmm. and it's happening in qatar and uh <laughs> you don't know what yeah, what's we're ready be for with... the
1: heat the yeah,
0: off yeah. the offsites will be some there will be some like um automatic off-sites or something I don't know what it is like
4: oh wow. half yeah, autom- no, half true.
0: automatic off-sites or something there will be some technological changes as well so we will see what happens there and I'm thinking of doing like mini interviews because obviously we will, there will be no Premier League football so I might do a few mini interviews with football fans of different teams so if you want I can I can have you on again but this will be shorter much shorter like 10 15 minutes where I can ask you about the Australian team yeah, and um, well, uh, if you any of you guys watching, uh, support support uh, or have uh, or have your team in the tournament, if you are Spanish, Italian, what have you? Especially those teams that not Italian actually they didn't qualify. Sorry, guys. Yeah.
1: That's that's awkward, <laughs>
0: Awkward, yeah. But you know what I mean. If you if you want to come on, you know, just uh, send me a message, send me an email. at Denek um at gmail.com or this is my in- not this one this is joel's yeah this is my instagram okay so thank you very much guys uh for featuring today no problem thank you very sure. much for having me thank you very much for your exactly. insight and um yeah i will uh, speak to you soon hopefully
1: have a good one everybody thank
2: you, you very too much. matt have a good one. take care and good luck to good australia
1: welcome.
2: cheers <laughs> bye guys See you, Joel. Bye. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, and it's just me. And as always, it's time for...
0: Okay, so let's go through some of the stuff I've written down. I may not always remember who said it because it's it's just so many things I have to do at the same time, so excuse me if if uh this is not if I don't know exactly who said this, I believe this is what something that uh this is something that um matt said r- rough road at the moment it should should be with a small r um rough road is a road where Perhaps there are a lot of cars or a lot of obstacles. It's not easy, it's not a re- easy drive, right? You're driving a car. And it's an idiom, it's an expression. I guess he was talking about who who could have been who could he be talking about? But Manchester United? It's a rough road for them right now. I don't I don't think it was Manchester United though. Must have been a different team. Anyway, it's like right now things are not the best, right? Things are not. Easy for you. It's a rough road. That's what this idiom means. Whichever team Matt was talking about, I don't know anymore. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, He brought him in a very high pressure situation. So I'm pretty sure this was about Ronaldo. He brought him in, he brought him in in a very high pressure situation. Was this about Ronaldo? I should remember these guys. I should, I should have written this down. Ah, uh, no, sorry. It was about Ganacho, the Spanish international, the eighteen-year-old boy who scored the winner for Manchester United. And um, one of our guests was referring to Erik Ten Hag, who brought him in in a very high-pressure situation, and he delivered. He scored the winner for them. So if you if uh, what, what was I going to explain here, to bring him him in a very high pressure situation, uh, I, I guess I like this this collocation: a high pressure situation. So it's a situation where there's, uh, it's very stressful, uh, where uh, the stakes are high, and uh, you want to make the right decision, and it's, it's you know a lot of nerves, a lot of nerves are involved. And usually you wouldn't expect a young player like this to make it or to, to score the winner. yeah. So that's why there is this contrast of a young player managing to pull this off in a very high-pressure situation. A very nice um, collocation.
2: Okay. Um, I, did, I did talk about me winning um, a bet.
0: I went to one of the betting online betting companies, and I bet on Brentford beating <laughs> Brentford beating Manchester City. There were odds one to fourteen or fourteen to one, and um, I did say I'm going to blow my own trumpet. If you blow your own trumpet, you sort of show off, yeah. So you sort of like show off. I'm gonna tell you guys that I won in this bet. I'm gonna blow my own trumpet. I'm gonna brag about it. I'm going to show off,
2: yeah um, okay uh, I believe this is what Matt said. he said that
0: um he got into football at an older age. he was talking about how he started watching football. so if you get into something it's it's like it's a way of saying you start doing it you take up a hobby
2: or you have a new you you you, that's that moment yeah that's that moment when you um
0: have a new interest or when you get a new interest right you you get into
2: something okay you take up a new interest right um Okay. This is something that Joel said recently. It's been pretty
0: comfortable for Arsenal. Kind of grinding out results or grinding out the wins. So if you grind out, uh, it's an it's a phrasal verb. I believe it means to. I'm gonna check it just to be sure to produce something, in a kind of a sort of a slow boring way, but often you maybe you win one nil all the time. It's maybe a defensive display to produce the result, the same result, to produce in this case wins, but it may sound it may be in a boring way. Like you don't win four nil or five nil or anything. Yeah? so I think this is this is what Joel said when he was talking about Arsenal. They were grinding out results, uh, grinding
2: out wins. Okay, um okay what what do I have here? okay, now this is what Joel also said about Arsenal. He said they are
0: at a point when they click as a team, but well, it's a very nice phrase. so if you click, obviously we can click a mouse click right you if you press the, the button on your mouse, you click something and then it will take you. a website or whatever but you can also click as a team which means you function really well as a team when it clicks it works okay so they are arsenal are at the point when they click they are working as a team they are
2: functioning well very nice phrase indeed Um, okay i'm just i'm just wondering
0: like what i should include here So I said he scored a brace. If you score a brace, I was talking about um, Martin Odegaard, the Arsenal captain. And I said that he had scored a brace. If you score a brace in football, it means you score two goals. Okay? A hat-trick, three
2: goals. Most people know that word. A hat-trick. You score two goals, you score a brace. Okay. Hmm... Okay. I don't like this one. I'm going to omit this one. Okay. So here, I keep thinking,
0: I keep thinking this weekend they are going to slip and they, they don't. So I think I asked Matt what he thought about Arsenal's form and he said, I keep thinking this weekend they're going to slip and they don't. Basically, Matt is expecting Arsenal to make a mistake. If you, to sleep, obviously you can literally sleep on a banana skin or what have you. But it's also used in a metaphorical sense. If you sleep in football, it means you make a mistake. So especially if you are top of the league, you keep grinding out results, you keep winning, but then at some point, the the teams that are chasing you from below you, they are waiting for your for you to slip, or they are hoping that you slip. They're hoping that you make a mistake and you drop points. You you draw, or or lose a game, right? So um, they don't they don't seem to slip these these days. Arsenal, do they? Which is great, obviously.
2: I'm not complaining. Um, okay. Uh, I think Joel was talking about Arsenal's team, and he said, "In fairness,
0: is it's been building up in the last few weeks." So he's talking about the squad depth. So it's been building up, and um, I like the expression "in fairness," which is another way of saying "to be honest" or mm, "if I'm honest." Yeah, there are more phrases like that.
2: "In fairness" is is. Has a similar meaning. Okay, um... it's going to be taken out of context, but
0: one of our guests uh, was was talking about Newcastle United, and he said, "Who I believe are on quite a strong winning streak." I believe it was Matt. So, if you are on a winning streak. It's like you are—you have won—you um, have won the previous few matches in a row. Yeah. So if you are on a winning streak, you keep winning, and then your streak is kind of broken the moment you lose or the moment you you draw. Yeah. So if you have won your previous five matches, you are on a five-match winning streak. Okay. You could be on a losing streak as well. Yeah. If you have lost the last few matches, you are on a losing streak. Like, West Ham United are on a losing streak right now. That's for
2: sure. Okay. Um, I think we were talking about Spurs here. And um, I honestly don't know what we were talking about. But uh, I think we were
0: speculating if, if Spurs could make top four again. Or if they could challenge for the title. And uh, I think Matt said that it's not insurmountable, which is a really interesting word. Insurmountable, it means impossible. But if something is not insurmountable, it's like double negative, which makes it positive. Does it make sense? So if you say something is not impossible, it's the same as saying it's not insurmountable. So In other words, you can imagine this happening.
2: It's not insurmountable. That uh, uh Spurs win the league. that doesn't sound right. <laughs> it is insurmountable, actually, guys.
0: It is impossible. It's not It's not never happening. It's never happening. It can't happen, right? I mean, it can. Anything can happen, but it must not happen. That's my point. Uh, they, they once almost won the the Champions League. They were in the final ones. Uh that, that that was how that was the closest they came to uh, winning a trophy in the recent years. Spurs. They haven't won a trophy for ages, for decades. Yeah. So they should win something soon because they don't have a bad team. And they have they have like the best stadium in the world now, in my opinion. One of the best stadiums in the world. Best facilities and A really good manager so it's not insurmountable let's be honest I was just joking of course it's not insurmountable anything could happen in football I mean Leicester have won the Premier League once right so if Leicester can
2: win it anyone can I mean that's only fair Um, okay Right, so I believe um, Joel was talking about Ronaldo. I don't know what
0: exactly we were saying, but I think it was something like United were in trouble plenty of times last season when he bailed them out. So if you are, if you have a lot of problems, maybe, maybe uh, in this case, you keep losing and the matches are not going your way. But you have a player that can bail you out. This means that player can win matches for you, can score goals, and that will help you get the points. I believe this phrase or verb comes from like ju- the judiciary system. So if you are in prison, you can you can be released on bail sometimes. So you have to pay a certain amount of money as an insurance that uh, you will not... I mean, I don't know exactly what... <laughs> I guess you will not commit crime and that, that it's like a guarantee that like, that, it should be. Sometimes you can, you can bail someone out by paying a certain amount of money. That, that means they don't have to go to prison or at least temporarily until they are charged with something. So, but it's also used to bail someone out
2: in a way, like say, to say, to sort of get someone out of trouble. Yeah. So that's what it means here. Okay, I also said that Ronaldo threw,
0: threw his toys out of the pram, which is a very nice idiom. Uh, if you throw your toys out of your pram, you behave in a very like a childish, immature way, you you, you get angry, you, maybe you start shouting, you just behave in a petulant, petulant, childish way and uh, that's what ronaldo did by uh, leaving the pitch right twice during the game not the pitch sorry leaving the the bench because he wasn't played in those games so you should stay right you should stay till the end of the game so he, he decided to throw his throw his toys out of the pram obviously a pram is uh, uh is that that vehicle is that a vehicle that thing that is used to to carry the baby, right? You you carry the baby, a baby in it. You just hold it and push the baby. It's like a, some people call it a push chair. I mean, it's American English versus British English here. But some people call it a pram. And if you are a little child, a baby, and you have your toys in the pram, and you start throwing them out, you're like,
4: wah, wah.
0: you're an angry, angry baby, right? So imagine that. That's that's. That's how this idiom uh, came to came to be.
2: All right. Um, okay. This is what Joel said. We still we're still talking about Ronaldo,
0: and he said maybe he thinks. Oh God! Sorry, I misspelt it. Maybe he thinks. Uh, one second. Maybe he thinks he has exhausted his options. Um, so I asked Joël why Ronaldo had done this, why he had spoken out like that in that interview, and, and Joël said maybe he thinks he has exhausted all, this, all his options because they, he wanted out of the club, they didn't let him. Maybe he thinks he has he had, he had none options left. All right. So if you exhaust all your options, you you run out of your options. You have now no options left.
2: Yeah, uh, it's. That's a, that's like a formal verb, which means um, you run out of something. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, this is a phrase of verb. Joel was talking about Martin Odegaard, the Arsenal
0: captain, and he said that he really came through this week. So the phrase of verb to come through has more meanings, and one of the meanings is to succeed or to to do something well, to deal with something well, usually something difficult. If you you come through, you succeed in surviving, for example, a difficult situation, an illness or an ordeal. Here, it's used as a little bit uh, as an overstatement, but you could use it, I guess, to mean to succeed. All right, so that's that. And um, do I have anything
2: else here?
0: I'm about to end, guys. Yeah, so I believe this is the last one.
2: I don't know what
0: what was, what were we talking about? You know what, guys? Let's leave it. Let's leave it at this. I hope you like the show, guys. Uh, this one has been a little bit too long, but then again, we are taking a little break from the regular show, obviously. I hope to be back um, after Christmas. Uh, Don't forget the Premier League resumes on the 26th on the Boxing Day. And um, at that time, I should probably be in Vietnam. So I might be doing the shows from there. We will see. Hopefully, I will manage that. Let me know if you have been enjoying these shows. I would like to know your opinion Uh, in the comments. Um, it's it will be much appreciated greatly appreciated if you do that of course, and you can give the show a like as well, and um, like I said, I think I might do a few shorter interviews, probably lives on different days talking to different football fans supporting different nations and uh, if you are one of the people that might be interested in coming on, please contact me Again, my Instagram is um, this, Denek, Just find me there. Send me a message. says, Denek, I would like to come on to talk about my national team. I'm going to ask you very simple questions. For example, do you think your team will do well? How far do you think your team will get? Can your team win the the World Cup? Or I might ask you about the the best players in your team. Or I I could ask you about the prediction of, of your next match. Or if you have just played your match, I could ask you what you thought about the way you played, how it went. I'm not going to ask you anything difficult there. So it could be a nice opportunity for you to speak to me. And um, it doesn't matter where you're from, but it would be nice to talk to real football fans. Um, it would be nice to represent them here as well. So that's it for me. Thank you very much, everyone. and. Hopefully I'll to speak to you in some way soon. <laughs> OK, take care everyone,
2: and bye.